0: Beautiful. Welcome everybody to a, another sad depressing edition of I'll Hang Up and Listen. And Sabres lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets four to three. Uh what else is new? You know, uh blow a two-goal lead in the third period. What else is new? Um nothing. I mean, f- sure there's positives to talk about, but like this is just like Groundhog Day. Like, why can't this team protect leads in the third period? Just it's just it's just it's just mind blowing. I know we, we you'll I talk about with Cully all the time. If this team can just get replacement level goaltending, they're easily a 500 hockey team. But we can't get that. We can't. I'm not trying to put this all on there, Even though I think he should have that save in overtime. Even though Darlene owns it. He says he got caught flat, didn't control his gap, and you know should have blocked that shot. At the end of the day, you need your goaltender to make a save there 16 seconds into overtime. Like, I don't even understand why Craig Anderson isn't starting tonight. I, I don't know. Was there some news I missed? The guy had a week and a half, uh, over, almost a week off. Like, why is he not starting this game against Columbus? And it's not a back-to-back. They don't play again until the, until Saturday. So why not come out with Craig Anderson? Makes zero sense to me. Like, I'm just, I'm just so, like, it's so just. Infuriating, guys! It's so infuriating that like we're st- it's a- protect the lead. Jesus Christ, protect a lead! Get it in the garage. You're a, a national hockey league team. Get this in the garage, for fuck's sake! My God, it is so like. Ugh! Like I, I I sat there and watched that game and I like opt I try to be optimistic. First period was kind of flat. Second period looked great. Um, you know goals from uh you know goal to to take the lead uh, from Ocposo off a nice pass from Jankowski and then you start the per- third period off hot right out of the gate. Beautiful passing play between Skinner and Tuck Tuck. Who's an absolute heater since coming to Buffalo and beginning his career after coming back from that shoulder injury? Just, just absolutely on fire. And is everything you want in a player. Who's, who honestly should any other player in the league would have been furious with that trade coming to Buffalo, going from that team to this team would have been absolutely furious. This guy had a had a jokerish smile on. It's it like he's ecstatic to be here, but then just absolutely performing at next level beyond any of our expectations and we can't win a fucking game. Like, Oh, it's just, just give me replacement level goaltending. That's where you start this off with, you know, we got a couple comments here. How many leads can you blow in one season until you say enough is enough. You had a long break from the all-star game. Anderson should have been the starter and not Takarski. Where is Kim? I a hundred percent agree. I, I said, in the pregame why is craig Anderson not playing tonight that makes zero sense that's on granado if i'm any that's on granado why would you not come out of a, out of the all-star break where everyone's had plenty of rust unless again there's something we don't know some type of reasoning we don't know i didn't hear i didn't hear his postgame why is craig Anderson not starting and how about the fact that we need to rely on a 40 year old goaltender like, to to be, to be the difference between winning and losing hockey games. Like, why are we here? Like, how did we get here? Just give me, like, replacement level, not even average level NHL goaltending, just NHL goaltending every single night. And this is easily a 500 hockey team, even with all their downfalls and, all the like, all the mistakes throughout the season. Like, this is a 500 hockey team. And it's so, so infuriating. Like just the lack of care, like care from, you know, it's just, it's just a few more uh, comments here. Is anyone else against trading uh, Vic- Victor Olofsson for a damn puck? Like another guy who just doesn't show up ever. He's supposed to be a goal scorer. He's just nowhere to be found. It's not like he's not being in positions, being put in the pos- positions to score. Just get him off this hockey team. Fire this entire team at a sun. For fuck's sake, it's up for like five or six players. The obvious guy, your tuck, your Krebs, uh, the, the guys are, that played tonight, your tuck, your Krebs, your cousins, uh, Darlene. I, I'm done with Joker, by the way. I am so done with him. He had a shift in the first period, maybe What a want to puke. Guy goes behind the net, gets absolutely dummied behind the net, loses the puck, and then gets, uh, after the rush going, going the other way, gets the puck in the blue line, just shoots the puck right in the shin pads, giving the puck away. It's just like the guy has no fucking awareness. Like yeah, him and him and uh, him and Darlene ha- have had some magic in the past, but the guy just—he's in it, he in it. We we want to criticize Darlene so much. How about him? Because he's just as if not worse, and he doesn't even ha- and he doesn't have the offensive upside that Darlene has. The the high ceiling that Darlene has offensively, he doesn't have it. He's been garbage, garbage for most of the season. And. But No, absolutely not. We're not even talking about that, Austin. Sorry, we're not moving Dolly to Wing. No. Like I absolutely refuse to have that conversation. Sorry. Sorry, Austin, not having that conversation. But it's just I'm just so sick of it. So sick of it. And let's not even talk we want to have another conversation. As mentioned before, this is RJ's final season, a year that should be celebrated. Why is this or why is this organization not doing everything they can Obviously, you know the product on the ice isn't gonna be great. Why are you not doing everything you can to put a winning team on the fucking ice? Like, not wait, not I'm sorry, put put an entertain like the, the in-game presentation, everything around the game, make it entertaining, get people through the door, and you don't even attempt it. You don't. It it it, it, it it's so it's so infuriating. A guy who has given his life and his livelihood to this organization in his final season. And you're lucky if you have 5,000 people in the arena. This is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Be ashamed of themselves. Andrew Peters tweeted out there, the Sabres just play the rest of their games at Center, So like, so it looks like it's full in there. And honestly, yeah. Yeah. Because this is a joke. This is a joke. This is embarrassing. 10 years ago the fans would like we would make those wa- the walls sweat in that arena make it sweat when we would get so loud the walls would sh- I've said it so the walls would absolutely shake with how loud it could be in that arena how exciting and the energy and you can you can literally hear a pin drop in that arena like it's it, it's embarrassing absolutely embarrassing to watch that on TV to see all the empty seats after the all-star break You know, we should be craving Sabres hockey, and you can't even put 5,000 people, 5,600 people in that arena. That's embarrassing. I don't care what the weather's like outside. You know, eight to ten years ago, that wouldn't have flowed. Like, people would have been there. It wouldn't have mattered. This is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. You know, we're on the level of, like, Arizona Coyote attendance. And this is Buffalo, a great hockey market, one of the best in North America. And we can't even get five to 6,000 people into that arena after not playing for almost a week? This is a joke, an absolute joke. Like, I just, I just can't handle it anymore, man. I can't. It, it's disgusting. Like, I, I, I sat there watching this game. And every time it panned and you got a good look at, 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 at the surrounding seats, and I, I, I sat there and said, God, man, like in tonight's post, I'm just going to lose it, man. I'm just going to lose it because I just can't handle watching this anymore and how embarrassing this is. Like, like it, it's so bad when you have trouble competing with teams like the Arizona Coyotes and the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers have a great hockey team, one of the best in the league, and they can't get t- fans in their, in the seats there. And they have one of the best teams in the league. Meanwhile, like, it's just, like, 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 it's sad, man. It's so sad that we just can't compete with, I don't know, I just, I, I, I have a lot of answers, man. Like, just, like, just do what you have to do to at least make the games entertaining to be at. If the product on the ice itself isn't going to be good. Promotions. like. Make sure the arena doesn't smell like a fart, like just the food, like promotions on the on on the concessions, you know, at the Saber Store, you know, give it, like whatever you gotta do. Not you have to do it every night, but for fuck's sakes, man, this is sad to watch. I am terrified for when Jack Eichel and company come into uh, come in from Vegas. It's an ESPN Plus game, and I I am terrified to what that team is gonna do to us. And not to mention what it's going to look like on national TV in a game where honestly we should be like, we should, we should show up in droves, not to like thank Jack, but like to defend the trade and to defend this team and just to, to, you know, to be proud of this team. And I, 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 I'm, it's, it's going to be half empty. It's going to be half empty. And Jack's going to go out there and he's going to have a phenomenal game. You know, it's going to happen. And Listen, I have no problem with the Jag Eagle trade. I love the return we got. Alex Tuck has been a dream. Peyton Krebs has looked great so far. And we don't know what's to come in the first, uh, the first and second round picks. So, like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But, oh, man, just, just get people in this arena. Just do whatever you got to. If you can't, just sell the team already. Just sell the team. You know, I I start I I it started right here during one of these videos last year. Hashtag where's Kim, and it kind of caught fire. But like, honest to God, where the fuck is she? Like, where is she during all this? Like, how do you watch that on TV and see that type of attendance and just not give a shit? How can you watch that? Any owner, like of a professional hockey franchise sees that type of attendance on TV and our in our market, how are you not want, ripping your hair out of your head? Like, what do I got to do to get people in the arena for this season to say goodbye to Rick Shannon, a guy who has given his life for this organization, for these fans, for this city has given us so many great memories and so many great goal calls. And it just, you know, it's so hard to think of Sabres hockey and not think about Rick Janneret thinking if you have watched this team for at least five years to not remember an amazing call from Rick Jenner, whether it was a goal or a hit or, or a save, whether it was Ryan Miller or Dominic Hasek, whomever it might've been just like, just all, the, like all the calls that the guy has had over the years. Like I have zero faith that they're even going to get this, this banner raising retirement thing done. Right. After seeing how they botched Dominic Hasek's years ago, Like, it was, like, the most awkward – and I was there in attendance. It was awkward to watch. You didn't have any of his former teammates in attendance. His family wasn't – wasn't there. Like, like, it's just, like, it was awkward. It was awkward to watch. And anyone who was there would agree. It was terrible. And I'm just supposed to be expecting that this same ownership who gave me that is going to do right by Rick Janaret. Absolutely not. I have zero faith in that. Zero faith. What are you going to do, hand out some RJ banners and think you did a good enough job? No. No this this they don't care she doesn't care and where the hell is she during all this like the woman who 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 believes that she she's qualified to do this job Who, like i'm sorry man like just sell the team i mean mean, you 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 use covid as an excuse to fire people you know fire people during a pandemic You, you, you know you've been liquidating your assets just sell the team already Just sell them to somebody who's going to put a winning product on the ice and a winning product off the ice to make people who come into that arena feel proud to be there. Win or lose, they had a good time because it hasn't been a good time uh, like on or off the ice in fucking years, years. You do the bare minimum. You take us for granted because it's Buffalo, and we love hockey. And we, and you see the TV ratings. Say, well, this city loves hockey, so why should we invest money into making them feel like they matter at the game?" It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. So. I am sorry, it's getting late. I have a neighbor upstairs. I don't want to keep yelling. But let's just go over real quick the uh the box score, but who even gives a shit? Uh goals tonight coming from Buffalo. Uh Dolly opening the opening the scoring. It was a nice goal. Threw the puck to the net. It went off something in front, popped up over Elvis, Murz and into the net. Uh other goal, Kylock post off a great pass from uh Jankowski behind the net and buried a top shelf. Cool. Whoop did he do? And then Alex Tuck, probably the highlight of the night off of a nice give and go pass uh from uh Jeff Skinner. Uh absolutely again a guy who's been on a on fire all season, getting his sixth goal of the year. Um trying to see here. I know he's more than a point of game player right now for Buffalo. Yeah, well, no, actually, yeah, uh 14 uh 14 points and 14 games. Um guy's been absolutely on fire for Buffalo. Uh, a few more comments here uh how did how did you like rob ray bringing up the coin toss yeah honestly yeah <laughs> it's like <laughs> like i mean it, to an extent he's not wrong because possession means everything in 3 on 3 hockey it really does like if you can main like and It's only five minutes, too, so winning that opening phase-off is absolutely crucial. And teams have lear- learned how to, uh, you know, somehow make three-on-three hockey boring, uh, you know, d- when it comes to defending and keeping possession. So uh, you can see teams pass it back to their goaltender sometimes to keep possession. So you don't see the give-and-go hockey as much as you'd like to in three-on-three. But, yeah, that was a funny, funny comment. Um Yeah. And then, uh, he's a beast. That was an unreal, another, another, uh, another, another comment here after the Corey Miller, the coin toss comment. Uh, you know, he's a beast. That was an unreal goal to see live tonight in the ability. Yeah, I agree. The tuck goal was awesome. Um, couldn't agree more, you know, definitely the highlight of the night. And then also from Austin, rink was bumping tonight too, for a Thursday. (laughs) I don't know how much of that I could agree with, but, uh, I uh I I, I just I, I see the attendance there, man, and it's so sad. Uh just sixteen seconds in overtime gotta be a new record. Eakin is your best face-off guy, and he should have at least been taking the face-off so we can get possession and start overtime. Granado is running out of time, and just like you, Dwayne, I'm losing my com- composure. Oh, Dwayne. you know, that is a granado thing. Like, like you 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 essentially put You've put Eakin out there to take that face off because that is, like, the biggest thing he contributes to this team. There's no denying it. It is his ability to win a face off, and he's not taking that draw. How many times have we seen him, you know, in, in situations like that where he takes the draw and he immediately gets off the ice after winning it? Like, I, I don't know. That, that's a Granado thing. And, again, Granado, you know, patience is starting to wear thin. Like, you, you how many how many times can you give up, you know, two, three-goal leads in the third period – and expect to keep your job i'm not going to start the campaign to fire granado but like that's a coaching thing like you got to be able to keep this team's composure granted the game time goal was off a terrible call on kyle Ockpost. so that it was a bad call it was a bad call we like it out but you still got to kill the penalty and you couldn't you couldn't and it's not like you're playing the tampa bay lightning out there or the florida panthers you know you're playing columbus who's a team that struggles this year too you know and I, I just, you gotta, you gotta be able to get these games in the garage when you're holding a two goal lead, especially when you start the third period off with such a nice goal by tuck, you have the energy, you know, it's just, it, it's disgusting. You you, got to, you got to tighten that up. You know, you were given this job, honestly, Granado probably doesn't have a job coaching as a head coach in the NHL. If it's not for the Buffalo Sabres, even if they decided not to hire him, he's still not a head coach. Um, you know, I, I've liked some of the things he's done. Um, he's gotten a lot out of individual development from certain players, like guys like Casey Middlestat, Tage Thompson, Ross Mistalin has gotten better compared to years past. You know, when Ralph Kruger essentially neutered him. So, like, you've seen great things come out of Granado as a, as a, in terms of development and individual players. But like, you got to win these games. You have to. You got to win these games. You can't continuously keep giving up two goal leads in the third period. That is inexcusable. That does not fly. I'm sorry, it doesn't fly. So another comment here from Corey Miller: Hack there competing with the Bandits for attendance. They are, they really are. That's uh, that that is a fact. They are competing with the Buffalo Bandits, the pro lacrosse team in your Buffalo, for attendance. And honest to God, the Bandits have much more of an electric atmosphere. You know win or lose than the Buffalo Sabres do because they, you know, it's an ex- indoor lacrosse. It is an exciting game to watch, but like so much, like honest to God, a bandits game beats Buffalo's attendance tonight. hundred percent. Absolutely beats, be, beats, their attendance tonight. That's how bad it looked on TV. Like, and I'm sick and tired of that look for this team. It is so bad. So bad. So all I ask, all I ask, all I ask from you, Kim, all I ask, Terry, figure this out. Figure this out. Get people through the door. Get them through the door. Do whatever you got to do, you bunch of billionaires. Dig out of the well. Do whatever you got to do because this is supposed to be for RJ. This season is supposed to be for RJ. And we knew going in that this wasn't going to be a winning season. That you're, it's just going to be about giving the youth a chance to perform. To give the youth a chance to play and develop these, these younger players. Where are you during all this? I look at this arena and it is ranks near the bottom, if not at the very bottom. Just like we've been in the standings for you know nearly a decade ranks near the bottom in terms of the rest of the league I mean you're compete, you're competing with teams with teams like Florida and Arizona in attendance in this market that is sad figure it out Kim figure it out Terry show face I'm not asking you to you know have a press conference but make make it known that you're upset as as upset as we are with how things are going, not just on the ice, but around it. Like, do whatever you got to start doing to get people into this arena for RJ. Whatever you have to do, because this is pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And I, I just don't, I don't know how much longer I can deal with this type of an embarrassment. I returned a beer two times tonight because it was straight water. More comments. Of course, we lose that fast in OT. Paguls are just like, just, you know, nowhere to be found. Uh, yeah. Where are you? Okay. Figure it out. Get people in the arena. Do this for RJ in his final year. Sh- show us, give us some faith that you're going to be able to figure this out on, uh, I think it's an April 1st. I want to say it's April 1st for his banner raising. Because I have zero faith in any of you that you'll get this done and do it right by IRJ. Figure it out. I'll hang up and listen. Good night. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies. One Mike here to remind you that we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. So please make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification button so whenever we go live or drop an episode, you're the first ones to know. And, of course, can you give us a five-star review? Really appreciate it. Helps us get noticed in the world of hockey podcasting does go a long way and we really do appreciate it and we appreciate you for listening and while you're at it please make sure you check out any of the podcasts with trainwreck sports network and of course dean Blundell's podcasting network Guys have a ton of great content, great podcasts uh, for you to listen to no matter what like your forte is, what sport it is, or just, you know, music, you know, I know they have a ton of different stuff on all of their platforms. So make sure you check that out and thank you for listening. And you guys have a great day. The podcast. Super friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from branch out programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, Did, Will, The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports.